the Dallas Stars went into Raleigh, North Carolina on Thursday looking for a win, and they came out successful behind the efforts of Scott Wedgwood. On today's show, we will talk about Wedgwood's heroic performance propelling the Stars to victory, talk about Vladislav Nemestikov making his Stars debut, as well as the efforts and magic of Rupe Hintz, and then to send you on your way for the weekend, give you a quick preview of this weekend's matchup between the Stars and the Canucks. Big one coming up at the AAC this Saturday, and we're talking about all of it on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media coming to you on this Friday, March 25th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars and for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. Remember, we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. And you can always rate and review on Spotify and Apple if you like what you hear. So be sure to do that as well if you enjoy the content that we're putting out for you guys. But let's get straight to business talking about Last night's game, you want to talk about a game that the Stars probably did not deserve to win. Um, that That is really the only way that I can describe this game. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes just absolutely dominating the shots on goal counter. 47 to 15. 15 shots on goals for the Dallas Stars. Thankfully, three of those shots on goal actually resulted in goals. Uh, but still, one of the more lopsided shot on goal counters you will ever see. And I tweeted out. Uh, that, you know, the Stars probably didn't deserve this win. And I know someone responded um, and said, you know, they, they did deserve a win in a game like this. And I think to that, you know, at that aspect, I do agree. Um, I meant they didn't really deserve to win by the shots on goal counter, just by the offensive aggression and speed of the Hurricanes. I feel like they played an all-around better game up until maybe the end and, you know, the shootout, obviously. But I, I do agree that, you know, with some of the, the tough, you know, endings that the Stars have had in some of their games this season, that they needed to have a game like that fall their way. And so we will certainly take it. No complaints here uh, because that is two points for the Stars on the road, um, continuing to improve their road record here in the month of March uh, and, you know, distancing themselves from teams like Vegas, uh, teams like Vancouver, who they play on Saturday. We'll talk about that matchup later in the show. But two points, and you take any points you can get, uh, at this point in the season, no pun intended. They're using the word point, uh, just about every other word. But a big reason for the Stars' success was, of course, Scott Wedgwood making his Dallas Stars debut. And the Dallas Stars front office, Jim Nill and company, looking like absolute geniuses after this trade deadline move, uh, getting Scott Wedgwood from the Arizona Coyotes for a conditional, uh, I believe, 2023 draft pick. Uh, after one game looking like an absolute steal, uh, Wedgwood is the reason that the Stars didn't get blown out in this game and the reason why they won and why they were even competitive in this game. Literally from the get-go, he was having to make acrobatic, 
heroic saves, doing the splits, standing on his head, you name it. Uh, he was all over the blue paint covering the net for the Stars tonight. Did give up three goals, but ultimately saved 44 shots, uh, 47 shots on goal total for the Canucks, and Wedgwood saved 44 of them. And I don't, I mean, this is certainly a game I think Jake Gottinger could have easily been up to the task for this, but I'm glad that he was able to get some rest, get a night off, and we saw one of the best Dallas Stars debuts ever. Of course, I, I know Mike Heike made a point bringing up some other ones on Twitter, Fabian Brunstrom uh, back in 2008. Uh, he had a hat trick in his NHL debut, um, or Dallas Stars debut, rather, uh, against the Nashville Predators. Again, back in 2008, that was the pinnacle um, of Brunstrom's career, unfortunately, uh, but still a really cool moment. And of course, Brad Richards also in 2008, uh, the 2007-2008 the, the season after the trade deadline, getting traded from Tampa Bay to Dallas. He put up a five-point performance. Pretty good debuts there, but Heike said it, and I agree. I think this is, I think this tops both of those performances. Uh, just absolutely insane, insane stuff from number 41 in between the pipes for the Stars last night. It, it, I, I'm just out of words. I'm speechless at what I saw. I mean, it would have been one thing to, you know, play that kind of game and, you know, still let, you know, maybe two or three more of those shots go by. But, you know, hey, you still put up a good effort. That's a really good Carolina team. They're good on the power play. They're good on five on five. They're good shorthanded. But he just played absolutely lights out. And, and it's just so encouraging for Stars fans. And I'm sure the team for the organization to say, hey, we have Jake Gottinger, who is clearly the number one option going forward, not just this season, but several seasons to come for years to come. Uh, but now we have this guy who, at least for the time being, we didn't really, you know, have to give up very many assets for, gave up one conditional draft pick that's going to be, you know, a third or fourth round pick. Um, the draft picks are important, but still ultimately not a very high price for this guy. And who knows uh, if he continues to play this way the rest of the season and into the playoffs, if the Stars get there, maybe he comes back. Uh, you know, maybe then you don't have to worry about bringing Braden Holtzby back. And if you do, dealing with his health, you bring back potentially a guy like Wedgwood who, and again, this is one game, so we don't want to overreact. Uh, but, you know, we've seen good stuff from Wedgwood out of Arizona all season. But again, like we said, whenever we first picked him up, he was playing for the Arizona Coyotes. Different team entirely from the Dallas Stars. That's apples and oranges. And so this is extremely encouraging and very, very exciting. Uh, you know, that the Stars are now, I think, going to be a tough out for any team in the postseason. I think that was the case already, just given the, the the physicality of this team and the amount of veterans on this team. But now going down into the final stretch of the regular season and into the postseason, I mean, any team that looks at this goalie tandem is probably going to be pretty intimidated because as of right now, you put either of these guys in the crease and you've got a chance to win if you're the Dallas Stars. And if you're Rick Bonus and company, you'll take that any any way you can get it. And uh, not to mention, you know, a fantastic night, 44 saves, regulation OT. Also, Wedgwood went three for three in the shootout, which is pretty dang impressive. Tyler Sagan, of course, getting the goal for the Stars in the shootout to get the win. Really impressive stuff from him all around. I know he got the the post-game chain in the locker room. That is a no-brainer. Uh, really, really easy. I mean, Rupe Hintz had a great game. We'll talk about him in a second. But this game was all about Scott Wedgwood. I mean, he rightfully so got the first star of the game overall, but probably should have just gotten all three. Um, and it's just absolutely ridiculous to see a guy get picked up at the trade deadline like that, come out in his, in his you know team debut on the road in one of the most hostile environments in the NHL and put up 
a performance like that. Truly incredible and certainly going to be one of the bookmarked moments of this season, regardless of how things turn out for this Stars squad. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk about the heroics in this game and also talk a little bit about Vlad Nemestikov, who made his Dallas Stars debut as well. We'll dig into his performance as well as the performance of the Ace of Spades, Rope Hints. All of that coming up after a quick break and a word from some of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with Built Bars. They are better for you. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. While most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and a new flavor for this month with white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. Go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Jumping back into this Friday episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Your host, Dane Lewis here at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. And our show is also on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow there as well. Continuing to talk about last night's tilt between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Dallas Stars. We saw the debut of Scott Wedgwood. We talked about his heroics in the last segment. And now we're kind of shifting the focus to the skaters on the team, including Vladislav Nemestikov, who made his Stars debut. He didn't record too many uh, minutes, only 10 minutes, 21 seconds time on ice, but still, you know, of course, getting acclimated to the team, getting acclimated to how he's going to fit into the system. Um, and, you know, just playing with new teammates. I mean, you know, didn't record any points, didn't record any assists. Uh, wasn't anticipating a huge breakout game from him. Uh, and then, of course, we all know Wedgwood took all the, the new guy mojo in this game. But, however, even though he didn't really show up in the score sheet, he did make an impact on this game. He got tangled up with Kane's defenseman, Brett Pesci, uh, in about the middle of the game. And, uh, you know, first, uh, Nemestikov kind of checked him into the boards. He, Pesci falls down. Nemestikov kind of trips over him and falls on top. And Pesci, of course, uh, you know, took took an issue with that and started a little bit of a brawl. And Nemestikov did not back down, and he got right into it as well. And so I'm, I imagine the Stars players love to see that and that they probably already respected him a ton just as a hockey player and as a, as a man. But especially after that, I, I think that, you know, the teammate chemistry probably speeds up a little bit as far as development there after that, especially a team led by Jamie Benn. I'm sure Jamie Benn had no problem seeing Nemestikov get physical with Pesci in a moment like that, holding his own, standing his ground, ready to go toe-to-toe with anyone on this Carolina team. I think that's a good sign for the Stars heading forward that they have this guy that's not intimidated by anyone and not afraid to back down because I'm sure he knows, even being with this team for the short amount of time that he has, uh, that everyone on that roster is going to have his back. Uh, and, you know, they, they appreciate that kind of stuff. And that's just how hockey is. Uh, you know, your respect level and your street cred goes up a little bit on your team uh, when you go into fights like that and, and hold your ground. So, of course, you know, after one game and again, a little maybe a little bit of an overreaction, but it seems like the Stars went two for two. Wedgwood seems to be a great fit 
between the pipes for the stars as a backup option of all things. I mean, we saw that performance. Who knows when we'll see him get the start again, maybe Saturday, or I imagine Jake Ottinger probably still gets the nod in that game. And of course, Nemestikov, we see not afraid to get his hands dirty, not afraid to get involved in this game. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before we will see him contributing to the point side of the game with assists and goals because he did that pretty well in Detroit. And it's only a matter of time before he finally finds his you know, niche and his groove here in Dallas. Really excited to see him continue to develop here with the Stars. And then, of course, you want to talk about the a forward that had a massive offensive impact on this game. You have to talk about Rope Hints and ESPN. You know, this game was broadcasted on ESPN and they put out a little promo video about Rope before the game. And, you know, talking about his career up to this point, and I tweeted out, I said, Rope Hint, remember the name. And I'm sure everyone in PNC Arena last night in Raleigh, North Carolina, will remember the name Rope Hint, and they will be haunted by that name, as if they weren't already, because when these teams met up earlier in the year in Dallas, he dropped a hat trick on them, and now he scored two goals uh, to, you know, come from behind goals in this game. Uh, to make things interesting and eventually send the game to OT. But Rope has six goals, seven points total in his last four games. Of course, Joe Pavelski and Jason Robertson assisting on those goals. The top line is buzzing once again, like it was earlier in the season. And, and these goals were just absolute beauties from Rope Hens. The first one, just a nice wrister off a nice feed from Pavs. Uh, you know, just really simple stuff. Pavelski coming from behind the goal. Rupe set up really nicely in the slot, uh, just positioning self himself well like he typically does and then using that nice beautiful wrist shot that he has to bury the puck in the net and then the second one uh was even sweeter similar to the goal he scored against Edmonton the other night a beautiful zone entry on a nice feed from Robo and if you go back and watch that play uh go to the NHL's website star social media NHL social media I'm sure you can find it all those places go back and watch because this is it's an absolutely insane play because at the first zone entry you have Yanni Hockenpah on the left Joe Pavelski in the middle and Jason Robertson on the right, closest to the camera. Kind of all three of them entering the zone. Rupe Hintz is not in frame. And then right as the camera is about to leave the mid-ice logo of the Carolina Hurricanes, here comes 24 just zooming down the ice, uh, catching up to everybody, pretty much passing everyone. Uh, Jason Robertson, you know, with the chemistry they've built up over the past season and a half, sees that his guy is buzzing screaming down the ice and hits him with the perfect pass. And then, of course, Rope does the rest just with his skill and finesse and the backhand goal to eventually tie the game, the actual game-tying goal that would send the game into OT and eventually lead to the Stars' W. I mean, this guy is just a thrill to watch. Uh, it's something new every day, literally, you know, the ace of spades. He's a, he's a magician on the ice, literally pulling out a new bat, you know, something out of his bag of tricks every night. Uh, truly, truly special stuff from number 24 last night and especially over the last stretch of games. And he's getting hot at the right time. He's been hot earlier in the year. He had cooled down a little bit, but now he's finally catching fire yet again. And this is a perfect time to be doing so. Really starting to, you know, rekindle that chemistry with Pavelski and Robo. Really, really good stuff from the top line. Of course, led last night by Rope. Hence, really love what I saw from him. And this team, uh, they just continue to find ways to win games uh, that they simply could not win last season. I feel like this is one of those games last season that the Stars would have probably lost 6-0 to zero or 5-1, to one, some lopsided score just because of the sheer amount of volume of shots on goal that Carolina was putting up and, and Dallas's you know, inability to 
you know, come back and win close games, even if this game did end up being close last season. Uh, the Stars, bad in OT, bad down the stretch in regulation, would have just been a disaster. But the maturity on this team is on full display. We are finally kind of, you know, reaping the benefits of, you know, being battle tested. This team has been through so much over the last two seasons, starting all the way back to, you know, the bubble back in Edmonton. I mean, and this, this core that's been here really since that time has just melded together and they're just, it's finally, you know, starting to pay off all, all this junk that they've been through of injuries and snowstorms and COVID. And I know other teams are victims to those things as well. Uh, but just having watched the stars as closely as I have, and I'm sure as many of you have the past few seasons as well, and maybe even longer, uh, it just feels good to see them win games like this, uh, knowing that they're led by, you know, the guys that they're being led by and Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan. Joe Pavelski, Alexander Radulov. I mean, these are games that they just weren't winning last year, and they're finding ways to overcome. Their overtime record is so much better this season. Their shootout record, I believe, now is 4-2 and two on the year, so even finding ways to win there. And just really impressive stuff, and got to give credit like to all those guys that I just named, the veteran guys on this team, uh, just leading the way and, and leading the locker room in a proper fashion. Uh, and, you know, as long as they're continuing to do that, regardless of what the results are, at the end of the season, whether the stars make the postseason or not, if we see what we've been seeing the past couple of games, then it's going to be hard for us to complain uh, because it seems like these guys are giving it all they got and they truly do want to make the playoffs. And I think if they keep it up, there's no reason why they can't be there. But coming up next, uh, the next game with the stars do have up on their schedule will hold a lot of weight as far as playoff implications. They have a date with the Vancouver Canucks at the AAC on Saturday night and we will talk about that game after another quick break and another quick word from some of our sponsors today's episode is brought to you by betonline.net it's that time of year again and college basketball's tournament is finally upon us and my texas tech red raiders lost to the duke blue devils last night truly heartbreaking but maybe it's meant to be that coach k is meant to go out on top but if you're watching the tournament and you're enjoying it like me, maybe you want to bet and maybe make a little bit of money off some college hoops. You can do that at betonline.net. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering, information needs including live betting and your favorite vegas casino games head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action betonline.net where the game starts and closing out today's episode of locked on stars your first listen of the day let's dive into this vancouver canucks team a little bit it's been a while since these teams matched up uh the, the stars went on a little western Canadian road trip early in the season back in mid November and they played the Canucks in the back half of that trip and lost six to three it was a pretty rough game to watch that was back when the the Canucks penalty the power play was pitiful but they put up what two or three power play goals on the stars and that matchup just a disaster from the get-go not a good game the stars looking to flip the script in this one and get a little bit of a revenge on this Canucks team, but they, the Canucks have made a pretty big change uh, to their team and to their personnel since the stars last met them. And not too long after their matchup in November, the Canucks made a coaching change and brought on Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux 
uh, around December 5th, early December. And the Canucks since then have been a really, really solid team in the Pacific Division. Uh, they are 23-11-7 since the hire of Boudreaux. Uh, they're still fifth in the Pacific, but as we know, looking at the NHL standing, still very much alive in the playoff race, just like the Stars. And, and you just look at this team, and they're budding with young talent. I feel like this team is maybe where the Montreal Canadiens can potentially be in about two or three seasons. And obviously, they made a big coaching change this season as well, bringing in Martin St. Louis. And, you know, the Canucks did it, but I think that they had a little bit better players and personnel put in place to benefit from a coaching change to potentially make the postseason. You know, you got guys like JT Miller, who at the kind of the start of trade deadline talks was thought of as one of the bigger names on the trade market, but the Canucks are competitive and still alive in the playoff race and still benefiting from his fantastic season uh, career high in points with 78 27 goals 51 assists on the year for JT Miller so he didn't go anywhere he's still a member of this Canucks team still fighting still kicking with this really talented young squad which features guys like Quinn Hughes a really talented defenseman five goals 47 assists 52 points on the year and of course Elias Pedersen 18 goals 27 assists 45 points on the year I mean all these guys in their early 20s Really impressive stuff coming out of Vancouver right now. This is a team that, you know, is obviously competitive this season, but I think for years to come can certainly be a sneaky good team in the Western Conference and the Pacific Division, which is looking to potentially be competitive sooner rather than later. At the start of this year, it was kind of like Vegas. Everyone else will maybe fill in a spot. Calgary might be good, but now Calgary's fantastic. Vegas has fallen off. LA's good. Anaheim seems to have a bright future, even though they dealt away a lot of pieces at the deadline. I think that they're building with something special with Trevor Zegras. Edmonton, of course, has the two best players on the planet in McDavid and Dreisaitl. So this Canucks team is certainly in the mix of all the chaos here in the Pacific Division and still looking to make noise this season. Uh, you know, and of course, you got to mention Thatcher Dimko between the pipes for them. He's been their go-to goalie, a 2.68 goals against average, a 9.16 save percentage. Uh, so pretty solid numbers. I mean, pretty average numbers, similar to, you know, what you might see from Jake Ottinger. Maybe not quite as good, but still a formidable threat between the pipes, as the Stars know from their last matchup with this team. And this is just going to be such a fun and intense and very entertaining game. I imagine the Stars are coming in with so much momentum. The Canucks coming in with a little bit of a bitter taste in their mouth, having lost on Thursday in overtime to the Minnesota Wild, which if I wish the Wild could have won that game in regulation and helped the Canucks get no points. But now the Canucks still not too far out from the second wild card spot that the Stars currently hold. And so lots of playoff positioning implications on the line in this game. It's going to be, I imagine, another packed house at the AAC, a loud, rowdy, electric crowd. Going to be an absolute blast to watch this one. I imagine it's going to have the same energy as that Edmonton game. And I know uh, many of you will probably be at the game and you're excited to bring that energy and that intensity playoff atmosphere. And this is going to be a massive swing if the Stars can get the win at home against Edmonton, go on the road for one game, get the win at Carolina, and then come back and get the win over the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, another rare home game in the month of March, but would be absolutely massive if Dallas can come out on top in this one. And I think they will do just that. I think they will answer the call and rise to the occasion. Rupe Hintz is going to score first because he's on fire right now, and I think the Stars will win 5-3. to three. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube and the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform and leave a rating and a review if you like 
what you hear. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and our show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Just crossed 700 followers over on that page. Thank you guys so much for the continued support on YouTube, on podcasting platforms, on social media. You guys are absolutely fantastic. I love making this show for you guys uh, and interacting with you guys on social media, YouTube comments, all that good stuff. So keep it up. Uh, truly do. I appreciate you guys. Again, I, I say it all the time, but at the same time, I don't say it quite enough. But we'll see you back here on Monday, Stars fans. Hope you have a great, fun, safe weekend. If you're going to the game on Saturday, have a good time. Enjoy it. Be loud. Wear green. Go Stars. You guys know the drill. We'll see you back here on Monday, Stars fans. 